All right, we're here with uh, Seth Receiver, the guest star of PB Flips, uh, another six-figure Amazon seller, and we got Kat. What's going on, everybody? We're here for episode, I think it's three now. Yeah, and, no. um, well, our boy PB Flips over here, talk a little bit about Amazon and whatnot. Um, we're gonna get a little lift in what we're doing. We'll get chest today, a little chest and shoulders kind of action. Let's go. PB wanted to hit shoulders, arm, hit chest, so we said, why not meet in the middle? We'll do a little bit of both. Um, but big Q4. Right, this is like your guys' second Q4 and yeah. first. So, um, you guys want to talk about like what kind of things that you do differently from your first Q4 to now to prepare differently? Yeah, so me personally, I pretty much started during the first Q4. I started mid-December, so I wasn't really experienced yet. I didn't know much. So I didn't buy that much. I was still getting used to Amazon all that. I joined Miles' coaching program towards the end of it, so it helped me a little bit. But this month specifically, or this Q4, I just bought a lot more, sourced with the boys some more. No. We had a killer session Black yeah. Friday. I was slamming bowlers and Lacey all yeah. the time. Yeah. We still had to figure out that one thing. Yeah, we did. That one treat. That thing was all, I think it was cool. I forgot about that. Dude, I got it. Well, I, I told you guys about um, Stephen Fine the yeah, that job. Yeah, you found it originally. I found the loop. And then PB Flips got the or kissos. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, I got to see if they canceled. I don't know if they even canceled my second time I tried it. Yeah, I got to try a jigging. I you never know, checked that. That's the big thing. You get a cancel and you start jigging your address. You start playing around with it. Yeah. So, um, for people who don't know what jigging is, you want to explain that a little bit? So, jigging's like. So, maybe uh, my address is 123 Main Street. Well, I wouldn't change to X, Y, and Z. One, two, three, Main Street, or maybe change like a slight aspects of it, or like add some extra letters in there, or like like put like the Eagles at the front and then one, two, three, Main Street, because people just will know it's not correct, but it still has the same zip code, and the, the postal service will be able to figure out where it's and, supposed uh, to go. And what's the purpose of that? Because uh, companies want to order cancel you to your address. Like, oh, I'm trying to think. No sites are coming up to me. Like, hip, no, hip is a great example. Yeah. Sometimes you can get a few orders, so they're not great at it, but if you jig hard, you can sometimes get a throw. And yeah. I think, um, so it's pretty much when a company references your address, that's like a data point because that should be a consistent data point for where you're getting your product delivered. Um, it's to kind of bypass that system that will reference your address. And even if your address is bad on the site, you know, if it's 123 Main Street, then you put 123 Main Street with two N's on Main. That could like bypass the automated system and you can get your order through, right? Absolutely. And that's how it works. And it, we, I do a ton of my business. My VA sometimes do it. Like, we're always just jigging and messing with the name, the address, the whole nine yards. VCC. I feel like for OA, it's really important also. And you stem a little bit off VCCs. Virtual, VCC, credit, yeah. virtual credit cards. Is that yeah. something? VCCs are another good tool. Do you use VCCs a lot? Yeah. So do you want to like go into what VCCs are? Yeah, so they kind of tie hand in hand with jigging, I feel like, because most websites that won't let your orders go through because of your website, they're also blocking things like your credit card. So you want to use virtual credit cards and put a new credit card number in every order so that they can't, can't or this, they don't cancel your order. So those VCCs, it's like every single virtual credit card you get has a different credit card number. Exactly. And that's what allows you to kind of bypass that system that's referencing that is every single time you place an order, a new credit card number, um, different looking address, so it looks like there's somebody else that's random because there's no other consistent data point. So, um, exactly. 
for you guys, like the newest ones that are watching, like these are two really important uh, kind of actions that we take to make sure that we can get orders through, um, to make sure that orders are delivered to our house, and um, constantly have product to stop and look to even a retailer has uh, blocked or you know suspended your, yeah. your house or whatnot. And a good tip is American Express business cards come with free virtual credit cards, so you guys can use that. And then also, um, I know city cards come with free virtual credit cards also. And yeah. if you're playing around with order cancels too, PayPal is a killer. I believe, do not quote me on this, but I've heard that if they can't... Yeah. If uh, PayPal, if they cancel the order of PayPal, the company still has to pay the 3% fee to PayPal. So why PayPal uh, orders go through more often is because those retailers do not want to give that 3% of their bottom line back. A lot of times they'll just want to send it to it. I didn't know that. That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a rumor. Like, that's what I believe. And also, like, Google Pay works straight. Like, yeah. even trying on your phone. Like, literally just going on uh, their app. Just trying different things. Like, people get one order cancel call it a day, gift cards. You know, there's, like, there's a site that I can't hit without gift cards. Like, but I only hit that website with gift cards, though. The key is finding those little things to tweak your margins a little bit, and that's all yeah. Amazon really is. Volume, a little bit of margins. Yeah. That's how you make your money. What do you think is more important? Volume or margin? It depends. I feel like it depends what you want. So me, personally, I try to find high-volume things that are low-margin. Because it's easier for me, I can just go deep on a couple things, grab that little bit of margin, just keep ripping volume. That's yeah. what I like personally. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I like a bigger margin, higher volume, and that's that's what I search for a lot of times. Yeah. But it takes me forever. Like I get sent stuff, I'm probably not going to buy the lead. Like, yeah. and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just so anal about it. Yeah. But it's what makes my stuff work. Yeah. Everyone um, really has their own yeah. buy criteria. Oh, yeah. um, and there's different reasons, like different things that people do. Um, and there's nothing wrong about other people. I know some peak sellers that literally buy three units of uh, each ASIN and just put it on their 400 listings. Like, yeah. and it's apparel. Like, and that's, like, yeah, I mean, when you, when you, and that's, that's a really good point for newer sellers. Like, when you go in and you see, like, I don't know, bigger sellers, bigger, bigger names in, like, the Amazon LA space, you see a lot of them. Oh, I just went 100, 100 units deep on, on this one product. That's because they have, one, they have the experience, so they know that that product's probably valid. They probably sold that product in the past, and they found it for a good price. Two, they have more liquidity. 90% of the time, they probably have more liquidity than they And that means that they have more money in the bank to play around with, so it's less risky to go deep on products. And then, three, they want to go above, like 50, 100, 200, 300 deep in a single ASIN because you go. All right, all right. So ASIN, um, that means they have to source less and they have to focus on more like patterns stuff. Um, whereas a new seller probably wants to buy a ton of different products, maybe go 10 deep and go, you know, 15 deep on a product. And then spread them for a bunch of ASICs to mitigate that risk. Yeah. Just in case the listing price is or whatnot. Yeah. That's, that's something that uh, I think that you saw it get kind of uh, upset about. Oh, I'm out of course, and I find products that are crazy. It's
you shouldn't be even finding spawners that are insane. Like, you should be 5, 10, 15 deep. Exactly. Right the testing out new stuff. But you don't have to go 150, 20 deep. Exactly. And I think that's something that uh, people need to hear, honestly. That was the same way when I started. You need risk. You might watch. Exactly. It helps you understand how Amazon is. You get to see, like, okay, I read this Kiba chart, I bought it, it sold this much. Like, based on the Kiba chart, now you know how much your product sold. It's pretty, it's just really good to, so it allows you to understand. Yeah, it allows you to understand the market, the brand. Um, sometimes they'll see, like, different sellers on every listing. Like, yeah. Oh, he's on here? Like, it's gotta be decent. Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, said he could be she, yeah, or whatnot. Um, yeah, I think that's a really important fact. Um, all right, me and Steven talked about this in episode one. Where am I? Where am I? It might, it might be hard to hear it. That's what I'm saying. Pull it down? Yeah, put it in front. It might be hard for people to hear it. All right. In general. Is that better? What do you think? Sure, flush your boat. make you move. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um do you do you have use selling one before? No. Okay. So you use inventory a lot. Yeah. No, you do. Um so what kind of things do you like about inventory that that like kind of keep you keep you using it? Like is there a certain thing like KPI that you can kind of like keep performing um, indicator or so for me I started with inventory labs. And I felt like I just understood it well. Everything flowed smoothly. It was easy to put my expenses in, keep track of everything, look at my returns. So I never really thought about switching to seller board. I saw people, a lot of people post it on their Instagrams. They like seller board, but for me, inventory labs just works perfectly. I never thought about switching. So like, keeping track of your expenses. I mean, I know that this is, I know this is a big deal because I, I mean, I've talked to. Uh, my account about it, but when I showed them through labs, they kind of they, they do enjoy having that as a resource to always refer back to. Now, do you do you share your inventory labs and accounting information yeah. with your account? Yeah. See, and that's something that's something that you can do that's kind of cool. Um, just to keep track of your expenses all in one place, right? Because mm. they're used to QuickBooks, but if you ever have to like you know write off poly mailers or you order something that's not products, they can go in your inventory lab and you can see if you forgot to sell them. Yeah. So it's just like the transparency aspect. Can you not do that on Sellerboard? Um, I've, I've never used Sellerboard, so I'm not really too sure. You use it? I used it for a day, and I was not going to put all the stuff yeah. in it. Like, my buy cost, I was like, yep, not doing that. That's what I was thinking. Because, you know, I'm, I, I don't care about it. I don't care what I do day to day like that. Like, it's not, I worry about the bigger things. Like, I care about what I do a month, not in a day. I care yeah, exactly. doing a year. The biggest thing is my return rates, I like to watch a yeah. lot. There is an ASIN that I'm looking at, and like, they're hella profitable. Like, we're looking at like, it's 60% ROI. And some of them, I know I bought with you, they're 100 ROI and they rip. Then you look at the return. You earn a thirty percent return rate, <laughs> and it's not worth it at the end of the day because yeah. it eats your bottom line out. There's no tomorrow. Yeah. Versus like you're selling something like supplements when you're maybe running a one or two percent return rate, if they even can return it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not deep in that category. But, like, I know if I sell grocery or PG, I never, never see those things back. Yeah. Unless there's, like, an expiration date issue or something. Besides that, I've never seen that yeah. stuff back. Like, and it's, it's honestly, yeah. like, a different category. But you can go with such a lower ROI on that because you're not getting returns. 
And truthfully, to prep it, where it's like apparel, you have to put that stuff in a poly bag. It takes time. Like, it doesn't sound like much, but when you do it over a thousand units, yeah, it's it a, lot a lot of time, time. and money. Um, versus like supplements, you just put a slap on a label on that supplement, I can bang out hundreds of them an hour. Like, super quick. Super quick and easy. And no returns. Yeah. And that's why it's especially important to just go wide on your SKUs like Max and you were saying earlier because it allows you to test out all those different categories seeing the return rate seeing what you like everything we can't talk about this I'll wait for the to uh, pop up the set but um, January right and, and December kind of. so I see a lot of uh with the increase in demand, months back to school, months like December, mm. um, even November a little bit, we see an increase in um, account health cases, right? So like, you might have the uh, health factor problem, right? Yeah. But somebody might say, oh, it's probably too big. I have to go to the Lord. Yeah. Um, what kind of things do you do to prepare yourself to inevitably fight an authentic case or fight a problem quality case? Because eventually everybody's gonna get one, whether your products are real or not. We save our receipts. Like I said, all my stuff to my catch-all email that my VA can access, and he can pull all that data together. Or if it's all in like the, the email, I know exactly where it is. Like my Adidas is on a personal email. My Nike's on a personal email. I've had these accounts for so long. Versus, you know, like a Kohl's account or a Macy's or a Sporting Goods account. They're newer. I don't really didn't shop there prior. So that's why they all yeah. were on the, the business one. And but I know exactly which places are um, on the personal business. And I, I communicate that with my VA. Or give them access to those accounts yeah. via password. Yeah, I know when I started, I used to check out a lot without making an account on the website. So, for example, you buy something from Walmart, you don't make an account. I used to just check out as a guest. That's really bad because if you do have to go back and download invoices, it's hard to get invoices if you checked out with a guest account. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's definitely a key, too. You know, yeah. make sure you're creating the accounts. Make sure that the accounts um, are going to, I mean, I would say, like, a separate email because when it's going to your personal, it's kind of hard to yeah. I send everything in my catch-all, like anything Amazon-related, just going to one catch-all. Yeah, and I think that like if you have it going to the catch-all, so like when you're using your your catch-all emails, you're using uh, you know, your personal accounts, your, your business accounts, whatever, on one of these different um, brand pages, right, or these different websites. You're still full credit. Yeah. Yeah. And you always want to save your order numbers. For me personally, I'll put every time I check out for an order, I'll save that order number, put it in a spreadsheet next to that ASIN, and then I'll put the quantity that I bought. And if I had multiple accounts for that website, the account also. Sometimes I've gotten authenticity complaints on websites that I've made multiple accounts on. So you're gonna have to go back to that order number, go back to that account, download the invoice, do it for every account, and submit all of those. Yeah. So you just gotta. You need to keep track a lot with Amazon. Yeah. Like you have to be strict on your books and everything. And it's a lot easier when you have a VA to do more like exactly. stuff like that. can help you out, get it done. Mm. Um, yo, I'm not gonna hold you. It's like a race. Oh man, that helpful. <laughs> All right, so what's your plan for Q1? Um, I'm gonna figure out what inventory I have left. 
see if I want to just sell it, get my money back, hold it for a month or two until the prices go back up. Um, start looking at new stuff to buy. And yeah. <laughs> and how do you have time to balance everything? So you're a full time uh, student going to yeah. panel. Like, even if I'm trying to get you on the phone, is like, man, I have a better shot getting a flight on, air, uh, know, on a rocket ship than getting that. a whole TV flip. No. Like, this guy's. So I, I have a VA that I've been working with for like seven months. And the best way to describe it is like, he's a carbon copy of me because I pretty much trained him every day or every other day for the last couple months. So he just, like whatever I'm thinking, he knows what I'm thinking, what to do. He knows all my systems. I've trained him all my systems. I showed him how I like to source, how I like to find products. So that he helps me a lot. I can't think anything else that would help me as much as LJ does. And I, I remember I advocate also for you to do that. And I was like, that's the yeah. beauty is that they can understand you in every aspect about your business. Yeah. And like they can just, they can understand when like, right, I want to maximize you. When that sale turns on or something goes, they know exactly how you're looking for and the products you're looking for too. Exactly. Like, and the ROI, just everything. You don't have to go through like these mid leads that like newer VAs have. And I'll, I'll be honest, my main VA, I almost fired him because he was not at the start, but this guy was persistent yeah. and wanted to work with me, wanted to grow, wanted to grow. Yeah. And I'm not going to stop him with that. Like he'll, yeah. like he'll get on my case. I don't know if yours does. Does he ever get on your case? I'll be like, Sometimes. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll do X, Y, and Z. I'll send you over like a VCC um, with X, Y, and Z amount. And like, I'll forget. Like, yeah. I'll get busy. Yeah. I'll get to the gym. And dude, he'll be like, boss, boss, uh, VCC, or if I forget something else. He'll be like, and I'm like, thank you so much. And like most days aren't like comfortable actually going after boss. Yeah. But like they don't understand we're so busy. Yeah. I need it in my person. Other people may say I don't need that, but I need no, to So for me, I always forget to check his leads. Because I'll I he buys a lot of stuff for me, so I'll just start sending stuff to buy, like here's a VCC, buy this. But I forget to check his leads. So he'll always text me, hey, like, sir, go check all these leads. Like I sent you five good leads, make sure you check them before the sale ends. So he does that a lot to me and I like it. And with working with him for so long, what percentage of your leads do you actually buy that you put in the sheet? I'd say he sends me three to four a day, and I'll buy two, like two, two a day. That's a good hit rate. Yeah. Like I get like one or two from my VA. Yeah. Um, but like a week. But also mainly admin stuff, a lot of yeah. admin stuff. So yeah. Um, and just like other things too, within it, like so. I don't expect much more. Like, I want to work with them more on source just to get them up a little bit better. Because there's always room to improve, and I can improve yeah. too. Um, like, one thing uh, VAs you struggle with is understanding loops and how to find them. Like, I have never yeah. had my VA find me a loop. Yeah, me a lot either. of people don't find loops in general. You said that, yeah. that weird, like, you had to think a little weird to figure out how X, Y, and Z will stack with this on top of this, yeah. and you just keep going up. And, like, some people are just gifted in different aspects of the business. I agree. And it, it, once you get to the point where you trust your VA enough to, like, have him order for you, do stuff like that, like, that's the key. I think that saved me the most time out of everything. Exactly. Really, buying takes a lot more time than you think. And it's so tedious. Yeah, especially when you're buying a lot of units for, I mean, you're buying way more than me, but even for me, 
I'm like, it takes like an hour to two hours to buy one ASIN sometimes. Like, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, remember, <laughs> I need someone to do that. I remember I put you on uh, the one product. And dude, like, you can only buy a couple at a time. Like, it was really profitable, but like, you yeah. go super deep on it. Well, I'm having a feeling you send that over to the VA. He probably whipped his rats in. Do you share your rackets in with the yeah, VA? Of course. Yeah, so you, yeah, he's yeah. happy to get like that. I'm pretty sure it's like five or seven on that website. So when the way I put you on, yeah. and dude, he's probably happy with it because that's they're like that's a lot of money to them. Yeah. When you give them the rackets on that and the top cash back across the board, like all those exactly. things, and it's separate than my personal. Like I have mine. If I'm ripping orders, like I'm gonna keep that for myself because like they didn't put the work in that. But like the other stuff, I'll um. I'll split with them that they get, and it's free money to them. Like, yeah, if you treat like, them well, yeah, they're is. gonna treat you very well. Like, when I send him a text, like I try not to do this often when he's off duty, like he's not working. If I send him a message like, "Hey, can you buy?" He's always excited because he, I'm, I mean, he wants to help, but also I know for a fact that they get that racketing too, which really helps them. And give you a lot of money, like a couple of checkouts yeah, honestly, on the rack. Money you get all day sometimes. I just forget. I'll be forgetting to just activate the rackets. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do this. So, like, if they were buying it for me, they would never forget this. So, let's not get it either. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Well, then you always go to missing uh, cash back on Rackets. That's also tedious. But, like, if you mess up a ton, you just have the VA doing it with the cash back. Like, that's what I'm going to do for my... Um, now, imagine if that's, like, a, it's like a bonus cash back or something. And it's, like, 15%. Then, like... You're talking about, I mean, your VA is dropping, let's just say, you know, I don't know, 20,000 on all products, 20,000 times 15%. That's a, that's a, that's a good paycheck for them. Yeah. That's, a, that's like a bajillion dollars. <laughs> a bajillion dollars in the Philippines and Pakistan. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, it is a lot though. Like, it, I mean, it's, it, it could be a, a difference maker for a lot of years. And, um, it's something that, that I never even thought about. So you just kind of spoke about it. Um, I think it was like a month or two ago where you were just like telling them, oh, like, yeah, your vegan yeah. has a... And with you, Kat, knowing you well, you and I are sourcing demons. Like, yeah, yeah. like we're good at the sourcing. PB, I haven't been with you in a while. I, um, but, like, I've been in the trenches with uh, Kat. We, we find a lot of leads together. Yeah. And, like, our time is better allocated to actually sourcing and finding products and checking out. And that's a big thing is, like, we're finding products left and right. And the other ones aren't as skilled enough, but they're better at different areas, too. Yeah. And playing on people's strengths, but also knowing where your time is valuable. Like, if I can pay my VA a couple dollars an hour to check out, and he's also benefiting also, yeah. like, it makes me happier at the end of the day because I hate it. Yeah. So what's your bread and butter? Like, um, like, yeah, like Steven, Steven, Steven burns loops. Like, Steven likes to find loops and burn them. Like, yeah. I just like to, like, yeah, shop sales, like, product recommendations. It's great for me. Like, what do you think your bread and butter is? Like, what are, you, what are you good at? I think I'm the best at sourcing. Sourcing? I don't like sourcing the best. I like the the back-end business side of yeah. stuff. And finding the loops, like, that's my favorite, but... Yeah, finding the loops. Yeah. Going in there. So, like, same kind of thing as Steven. Like, you, you guys are, like, trying to find loops and, like... Almost, almost exploding. Yeah, and then uh, the gap. yeah, figure out the back end way on how to get around the website and get your orders through. That's my favorite. <laughs> some of them get a lawsuit from some of these. <laughs> yeah, there, there could be some lawsuits for some of the stuff. What? Could be some lawsuits for some of the stuff. <laughs> nah, we're always.
always no, I'm joking. No, but like when we play the game, it's it's a yeah. it's a game. Like I, that's what I like to play is trying to figure out the weird things I can do. Yeah. Versus like just uh, mindlessly sourcing, like reverse sourcing. There's nothing wrong about that. But I have the skills that I kind of know products like right off the back. Like, all right, this is gonna be profitable. Like, I'm gonna have to open up the sale, or I can stack a 10% with this, another five uh, percent Rakuten, like. Bam, like, all right, I know that's profitable. Like, I don't have to look yeah, into what? it. What? Fit your set. Hey, don't talk about that. Well, I'm cooling off over here. All right, big cat. Let's yeah, start. I feel like when I'm doing oh. Amazon now, because I don't have that much time, it's usually just finding loops or finding back-end ways to get around the website. And then I'll just send it to LJ or my VA to order everything. Hey, I mean, that's, dude, definitely talk about a little bit about what you have going on in your whole life, like what you're pursuing right now on top of the Amazon um, business and everything, like what other kind of stuff you yeah. want? It's pretty impressive. Thank you. So right now I'm in dental school. I just finished my first semester, which was a lot of work and it was hard balancing Amazon, but I mean, the most important thing is you need systems or it's just not going to work. So luckily I was able to train my VA a lot before I started the semester. So he already knew what I liked, how I was running everything, like how to order, how to keep everything on the spreadsheets and all that. Yeah. So for me now, I'm spending maybe, maybe two hours, three hours a week, and it's just literally on finding loops. And that's pretty much it. Because besides that, he's buying his own leads. I just approve them, he'll buy them. And then whatever I find, I'm just sending it to him, he's buying them also. Yeah, so I mean, one of the biggest keys to, or there's two, there's a couple of points you, like we kind of hit on here. If you like break down a little bit farther, one, outsource it. You need to outsource yeah. it to be able to scale, right? So you gotta 100%. do a lot more, a lot more, let's just say now, while you're in dental school than you were years Yeah. Like you're doing a lot more revenue, a lot more profit. It's more on your just outsource that labor, right? Exactly. Wow. Another thing too is you got it. You got to give Sabine the shout out. Yeah, she does help me as well. All right, Sabine, just know I, I got I got you with that shout out. Who is Sabine? Sabine's assistant. My little sister. Oh, all right. She does help me. She goes through LJ's leads, my VA. Yeah. She'll look at them. She's learning also. So I'm trying to get her into Amazon as well. Yeah. Um, she's got a scaler. Future, almost future, a little going. bit under, but hopefully she'll get there. All right, yeah. And then I think that that touches on a good point that like you know you're you're looping Sabina and you're looping your sister and yeah. like I know that I personally like loop my dad and this like and uh, my parents, my brother, my sister, um, like the whole family, like even Kenneth's family, like you know they're I'm not, I'm not eating, like they're all making food, making like they're texting me, yo, did you eat today, bro? You know, because I get so caught up in what I'm doing, but like. It's that stuff that, that those little things, even like people might not realize it, but like having, you know, family or friend that you can fall back on to come in and help you out. Yeah. And I know Steve, you have, you have uh, your mom that will help out. The mom, I mean, the brother has uh, his own, like a plum card. He's always got on. I'm like, yeah. If I'm like, hey, you need to go run X, Y, and Z, I did burn a loop. My brother burned the loop. <laughs> Um, that was my car that I burned the not him, but, um, oh, like, we, like, we, we set him on missions to do stuff, like, like, if we, hey, I need you to go rip X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and store, and you go tell him, all right, I'll give you a bucks, like, go run, like, yeah. I bet, like. Over the semester, there was a, a big sale on one of the websites that we like, and, like, they had, I couldn't get anything through, so I called my sister, I'm like, listen, go on this website, make this account, put this credit card in, order this, oh, like, I need you to do this right now, like, please help me. Yeah. That's, what, yeah, that's a big. Um, 
were in Westchester, right? Yeah. They're like, you know, we were in college and stuff. If I'm not I need to find the videos, but when we were ripping Stanley's like last year, I ordered like 50 Stanley's from multiple addresses. And I just go to every house, there's just packages in front of like five, six houses in Westchester. Everyone's like, dude, what are you ordering all these houses? I think Greg got a video of just like all the like in a row. Just all I gotta find the videos, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a real right there. You got that though. Like, you, you used the Jake Stanley's, did you? Back in the day. Well, it was just when I started, so I was like, let me just order a bunch to multiple addresses and then go pick them up. Tesco, many. I, I don't think I even knew what jigging was when I did that. Was that like, no, I didn't even know you at that point, I don't think. Because I met you like Friday, February. Yeah, I don't think we knew each other. Yeah. 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 We were at the local RA store together. That was a good time. Yeah, with Miles. Yeah. That's when it was my loop, like, back in the day. Um, I'll re we'll reveal this story on Instagram at some point. You all get to see it. But yeah. um, I was like, dude, I'm going to show people my loop. Like, oh, my gosh, that's my story, that's next. And then, like, but, like, now i got a friendship out of it, and there's so many things to show on other people your loops. Yeah. Like, I know all these, all three of these guys were at the same loop at one point. Like. Yeah, we all did it. And we all made money so from it. jump-started us to exactly. this point. Exactly. That's a big thing is, like, all right, now the relationship is great. Like, I'll get a call from Cat at 9 p.m. All right, Steven, you got to buy X, Y, and Z. Like, um, he locks, you know, those. Right. I saw you doing them. Yes. Oh, I hate like those. From reverse grip to neutral grip, like this. I hate those drops. Yeah. <laughs> if you hate them, that means they're good for you. Honestly, just kind of cool too, because anybody that's in the Amazon community that wants to start lifting, just kind of follow yeah. Dude, definitely gotta get, uh, if you guys want to listen to the Lowe's we can definitely get on this thing. Huh? Shout out to Nick Spizak, we're getting you in the gym on the podcast. Dude, he said, 2024, he's going all in on the gym. He's gonna do it. We gotta see it, dude, we gotta see it. Oh, God. That Q4 Hulk came in clutch, they're all eating out. What? That Q4 Hulk uh, came in clutch. Yeah, I gained so much weight. weight. December. <laughs> Bro, I don't know how you like. I try to eat. I try to put weight on. I can't put weight on. I still don't eat. Uh, you gotta eat more. Like, I'm grinding. <laughs> eat more. Anybody says they can't put on weight. It goes on. Goes right here though. It, and then eventually it's gonna work out, and it'll go everywhere else. Dude, I mean, this food, guy's got big, bro. The food's gotta go to your belly first. True. People, you definitely put some size on that. Oh yeah, bro. I used to be bigger. Okay. I'm trying to get back into it. Okay. Uh, we were Probably like a year ago today. Yeah. Back when we were hitting the gym in Westchester together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, Pat's the one who got me started at Amazon. And then we were also in uh, the same fraternity in college. Yeah. And then it's crazy because we lived five minutes from each other. And then we didn't meet until we went to college. Because yeah. we went to a different school than I did. <laughs> you didn't know each other before college? No. No. We, Wait, like, we like knew each other, but we never hung out or anything. Yeah. Like, we weren't friends. That's so crazy. Like, we stand each other up and be like, yo, what's up, bro? And then um, we never really like started hanging out until like we were both turning and everything. Like he started rushing, he went to college and everything. Yeah. So reverse. It is crazy. Calm. And now we're like brothers. Calm facing you. Uh, all right, yeah, and then go off to neutral. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, for real, bro. I hate this. It's crazy. Oh. We're we're uh, brothers by choice, not by blood. <laughs> Exactly. Nah, that's, that's kind of cool though. Like, you just kind of 
see the whole community growing and stuff. Um, from and it all kind of stems from you, like all the all the taller with you. Yeah, who uh, Amazon now? Everybody that was in the fraternity, a um, couple other people. That this is crazy. So, like, dude, like you were the first one from like started, yeah. and then it just, you're the one that recruited everyone. Yeah, I mean that's just like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just talking to people. I love talking to people. Max is a good recruiter. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a decent salesman, so you gotta need me to sell something. I got. <laughs> you gotta make a PL brand and then start promoting it. Oh, damn, bro. Dang, it's only like 20 minutes. Oh, this is the longest one we've done. Yeah, it's a lot. Your last one was 17. Did you listen to it? A little bit of it. This How was morning. it? Good. Trying to figure out what you're getting yourself into? definitely going to be better. Oh, 100%. I like how that started guess. It's like someone new, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were like low key. Um, we were talking about everything, but I don't know. It was kind of hard. Especially because the second episode. Yeah, the second episode was like, like almost like 7 in the morning. Uh, we had just been packing like FBM for all month. But at 7 a.m., we're just like in the gym talking about Amazon. And the music was blaring. Oh, yeah. Cats' yeah. gyms are banned from the podcast. <laughs> Which yeah. gym did you go to last time? Power Bill. Oh, my God. We're going here? Yeah, I've never been there, Max. but you said it all was. All the gyms that I go to usually just fucking. <laughs> just like, literally blare music through the speakers. Bro, it was like bodybuilding gyms. Like, no wonder I'm small. Yeah, dude, literally, it's, it's, it's a good vibe, though. Like, oh, it's a vibe. Everybody's joke. You, know, you just see somebody else that's joke, and it's a good like, It makes you want to lift more. You learn it? Yeah. And then, uh, and if you can't do a podcast, you got to choose. Do you want to have a good podcast today, or do you want to get a good workout in? <laughs> you got to choose your battle. Oh, man. I don't even know what I would do. If you want to be on the podcast potentially, and you're like a six-figure Amazon star release, and you're in the PA New Jersey area near us, hit us, shoot a prep talk uh, with a DM. I don't know, just hit up Pete. Yeah, it's Pete. It's a Pete issue. You can bet, dude. I've never met Pete. You've never in met Pete before. I need to meet him. Oh, you got to meet Pete, dude. He flies out all the time because his flights out of his airport are cheap. And poverty max. Look at that guy. Look at this man. Wow. Because <laughs> that's what you guys call him. <laughs> you call him. No, dude. Whenever I hop on a Zoom with him, everyone says it. Don't, don't even. You can You definitely call him Poverty Max, don't you? There's no eat all. I don't have to because, like, I'm the only other Max. Besides, all right. I'm, like, normally I'm the only other Max. Like, obviously there's like privacy, privacy or whatever, but. Normally, I, <laughs> I'm, uh, I feel like it all stems. It's like, it's like a, you know, there's only one other one, so like I just say Yeah, no. it all stemmed from when you got on the Zoom with him about credit cards. Yeah. That's when it all started, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> but, like, like, everybody at Wadham's Life Crab Talk knows about, like, uh, he leveraged himself with credit cards, tax credits, and he's, he's talked about it. He's talking about it. And, like... <laughs> Before this even happened, like, I remember I was taught, walking around uh, Portugal with Kat. And like, we're like, yeah, dude, I, I, was even, I think you might have been a little, were you on a little bit of personal? I can't remember. Nah, by the time no. you were Portugal, you were off, off, yeah, you were I off. I cycled it. off my second month. Yeah, and I was like, dude, like, this guy, I don't even know Max, but I was like, who's got to get off his, his car? He's plumbed when the guy slashed. Bam, now he's got a little limit. But like, you can see, when you can see the bigger picture and stuff, it's so much different. Like, 
I like just got hit with an Amex. Like, you want to see bank statements? Because I just went from like spending like I don't know, probably around like seventy to a hundred thousand a month on that one card. This I now got a hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar what's it called bill and that thing. And like these want to see bank statements. And so that's that's something that's kind of interesting too. Is because like I I heard about people getting um, inquiries for bank statements like. Oh, the um, especially recently after they opened their card already. After they opened their card already, um, they had their Amex for like two months, three months, and they're like, "Oh, let me uh, let me see your bank statement." They, I didn't know that. And they they suspended limits to until you like produce your bank statements. And they have to have different states to review that. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, so I've seen that happening. First time I saw it happen was like a couple weeks ago, but I think that I heard. You know, word on the street that annually MX does run like a little bit of an audit on all their cars and their limits. So that's why some people's limits get adjusted. And sense. well, mine I know. Well, like my, I call it like why is happening. They said your spending pow, uh, pattern is significantly different. Well, Q4, I'm spending a ton more. But uh, I was, I was like, well, is there is it bad? I'm like, I don't want to pull my Amazon money until Q1, uh, just for tax reasons and stuff. But yeah, um. Probably we do our accounting, and I like, look better if I have an extra 100 racks in there. Yeah. And, like, I already had, like, I have 100 racks in there right now. Like, I'm waiting to pay off that plum car. I got a couple other cars, investors yeah, pay off. Credit card scams heard it. Um, yeah. It's been a rapid PD flips, you know? Yeah. Good time. All right. Well, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, guys, uh, for tuning in. Until next episode. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll be in Florida with uh, Steven over, over New Year. Oh, is Cap coming down for that? Maybe. I, I said if we if we need to film content because you're going to be back from Florida and I'm going to be in. We can get real fly to pull up that, too. Huh? We can we get some other Florida boys to pull up for that. I'm a Florida boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, wait, is Josh probably coming down? Uh, ooh, I don't think nah. the city can't anymore. Oh, oh no, nah, I can't either. Wait, what? Bro, uh, <laughs> this is Josh can't come. Josh can't come. It's because he's coming up here. Yeah, he said he's what? coming out if you can help him set up yeah, everything. He needs, he needs help setting something up. Yeah. Um, that's something that I'm not talking about right now, but... Uh, <laughs> probably pass okay, yeah, but thank you guys for tuning in. Pat, thank you Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm sure you'll be on a future edition. You can literally live by <laughs> So it's super convenient, but... Um, yeah, until next time. Thank Thanks, you guys. See you guys. Listen. Oh.